which strategy is going to make you the most money on Betfair? Which sport can you trade to make the most money on Betfair? <clears throat> well, I'll give you a quick answer to this and then we'll actually go into it in depth. The answer is it could be any sport. But I am going to give you examples of where I think that you personally might go, hey, I fit into that category, therefore, you know, cricket works for me. Or, or actually, that sounds more like my cup of tea. Maybe I should be trading football. The truth is that you will find professional Betfair traders in football, horse racing, cricket and tennis. Probably in other sports, but I think it's more difficult. I think it's more difficult in things like American sports, because let's say you're an American football professional trader, well, you're only a professional trader four to five months of the year. You know, let's say you're a basketball trader, similar sort of scenario, same with baseball. Also, liquidity issues on some of those, slightly smaller than sports, although American football isn't too bad. But the truth is, most traders are going to fit into one of those four categories, football, horse racing, cricket or tennis and that's why those are the four sports that we focus on at betfairtradingcommunity.com because when we're training traders we know that hey if you actually want to go pro if that is your goal then this is the best way to do it these are the sports that will actually get you there now i think what's difficult for a lot of people is deciding specifically which sport to trade and i think too often we make a decision based on what we like. So, you know, our first thought is, well, I like football, so I'll trade football. Ah, but is it the tr sport for you? Does it work for you? We're going to get into this in a bit, and I'm going to run you through some things that will let you know either way. But here's the thing. When you start as a Betfair trader, you've got a clean slate. You know, you can take on any of those four sports that you wish, a lot of it is just a case of research, learning, doing your homework. Good good on you for listening to this podcast. Give yourself, if you're not driving, give yourself a pat on the back. Because doing training like this, really taking your professional development to the next level, is what is actually going to improve you the most as a Betfair trader. So well done for listening to this. Now, some people come into Betfair trading and they don't really like sport at all. And I feel like I actually am a little jealous of those people because they literally could trade any of those four sports. And sure, they're not going to feel mega confident early doors because they don't know the sports, but they're also not going to have a ton of bias. I mean, think about it. They're not going to be thinking, oh, this team's going to win because they've, you know, they've got a soft spot for them. Or they think, oh, this team's going to lose because that is their team and they know that they kind of always have a negative feeling about their team. I'm kind of um, living vicariously through that comment at the moment because ultimately Norwich City are my team and they're not, they're not very good. <laughs> but, but the point is this. You have a blank slate. Even if you've watched sport before, even if you're a big fan of one of the sports or even more, you've got a blank slate. But how do you know which one's for you? Well, let's talk a little bit about the differences between the four sports in terms of trading. So let's start with football because football is the most popular sport to trade. I know this because I've run BetfairTradingCommunity.com for a decade now and the thousands of members that we've had through the doors 
most of them were football traders. Um, I'm actually running a poll now on YouTube uh, to see what people say is their favourite sport. I'll just have a quick look while I'm talking because I think that um, <laughs> I think that football is going to win it. I just want to see if anything's changed since the last look. Yeah, so at the moment, 65 votes, 55% have gone for football. So more than every one in two per people who trade on Betfair, <coughs> I believe, are football traders. And we see that in the money that's on the football markets. And it's just, it's the sport that's in your face. You know, most people use Betfair from countries where they love football and it's the number one sport. And the reality is that football will be king in that respect. It will be the one most people trade. But is it the one most people should trade? Because that's the real question today. I'm not here to discuss how popular a sport is. What I'm really here to do is go, would this sport work for you? So let's find out. Pretty much all football happens at antisocial hours. And what I mean by that is, if you've got a family or children and a partner or people who just want to hang out with you and you like hanging out with people, you're not going to be able to trade every evening on football because it's on evening and weekends. And it's on pretty much every evening and it's definitely on every weekend. So socially, football can be a bit of a challenge. And I don't think a lot of people consider this when they think of the trading. Now, obviously, you can work around that. It's not a huge challenge because you could say, well, okay, okay, you know, to your partner, you could say, well, okay, I'll have Saturday night, I'll be doing a bit of trading, but maybe Sunday I'll spend a day with you. You know, so there are ways around these things. And that's something to think of. You know, socially, football is on at those hours, but it's also good if you're working. You know, if you're working, okay, I get it, not so many people work normal jobs anymore, but let's say you're working a nine-to-five job. Football will be a good sport to trade because it's on in the evenings and weekends, and it's plentiful. And I think that's why one of the reasons why a lot of people trade football. It's a good sport to trade, but I think that... People think it will be easier than it is. I think that people think because they know football, they will automatically be good at trading football. And that's not how it works. Okay, You have to do the study. You have to do the research. You have to create strategies. You have to find good strategies and kind of either use them or adapt them. Um, and you have to get the training. And yeah, I get it. BetfairTradingCommunity.com, that's what we're here for. We train you to become super traders. But the thing is, have a think about the negatives as well as the positives there. Football, I love trading it. I think it's a great sport to trade. But I don't necessarily think it will be for everyone. And I think that you need to think about the downside of it. Okay. One of the other downsides of football is you're not likely to hit big very often. What I mean by that is... You know, there's not many strategies that I know where people are backing really high odds in football. What tends to happen is people bet on the goal markets, and the goal markets' odds are never super high. I mean, I guess maybe if you're going for over 4.5 in a Brazilian game, the odds will be quite high. But other than that, and, and that kind of thing is so specific that most of the markets, you know, it's it's odds hovering around sort of, 
you know, especially goals markets, it'll be odds between, let's say you're going for over 3.5 plus, you're probably looking at odds between sort of 1.5 on, on the side of that. And okay, over 1.5 goals can go really low, maybe 1.17. So if you're laying over 1.5 goals, the odds will be quite high. But here's the thing, you're not going to get very many oh there's my hundred to one winner there's my thousand to one winner it just and it's not because it doesn't ever happen it's more because you're not really going to develop a strategy around that whereas with the next sport i'm going to talk about horse racing you could now horse racing most of the bulk of the racing tends to happen during work hours between around 12 p.m to and the bulk of it to kind of five, half, five. Now, what you will get, you will get evening races. So you might get a card or two every evening, which is okay. If you if you just want to trade one card and you're starting out, that's okay. But you're probably going to feel like if you want to trade horses, you're going to want to trade some of that day stuff because that's where the action happens. You know, think Cheltenham. All those races are during the day when people are at work, okay? But... If you're someone who goes, that is the, those are the hours I want to trade, then this could be the sport for you. It's plentiful. There's always horse racing on virtually every day of the year. Probably actually more than football in some respects, in terms of top, you know, the kind of higher end of it. And like I say, the thing with horse racing is you can get on a horse at higher odds. You can have a higher odds backing strategy, and you can hit, you know bigger wins because of that now of course you'll have longer losing runs if you're backing high odds but that's kind of the yin and yang that you have to accept if you go for that sort of strategy now there's also strategies you can do with horses where you're laying the favorite and the odds are a bit shorter and all that jazz but horse racing is a really good option if you just want something that's plentiful you want it on during the day the other thing is, not a lot of people know much about horse racing. So a lot of people that come in to horse racing don't know anything about it, really. Of course, they know that horses go and they race, but beyond that, they don't know much more. So I think a lot of people who go into horse racing really do have a blank slate. You know, because you're not going in with the, oh, yeah, that's my team bias, or, oh, I hate, I hate, my right, my local rivals bias with horse racing. I there's kind of a difference there, and I, and I feel like that difference is really important. So, horse racing, I think for a lot of people who won't realise it, might be their best sport to trade. And I think that a lot of new traders with the blank slate do actually end up picking horse racing because of the fact that it's on during the day, because of the fact that. You can look at bigger odds. I think there's there's an appeal to horse racing that makes sense, right? And like I say, you'll get pro football traders, you'll get pro horse racing traders. It, it's not one or the other, but it's just a case of if I'm going to start with one sport to trade and I have to pick just one, which one suits the times that I'm free and, and my personality type? Okay, let's get to option three, cricket. Only 15% of people think cricket is the best sport to trade at the moment. Um, you know, cricket is a good sport to trade. I've talked a lot, I'm not, so not going to lay this, but I've talked about a couple of strategies that make me loads of money with cricket, and they always have. 
And I had great feedback, by the way, on that podcast. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's why I'm going to talk a little bit about cricket and tennis here because I know we don't talk about those sports so much in general, but they are really good sports and, and lots of people do very well from them. The thing with cricket is there's not a ton of matches, so you have to be aware of that. Like, You might only have one or two games a day, sometimes maybe only one a day. So you don't get a ton of choice in terms of, you know, it's not like football where you can go, oh, there's a thousand matches on today. Okay, I'm just going to trade these 10 because they look like the best. With cricket, you're going to be wanting to trade most matches. But luckily, most matches, good opportunities present themselves. And most matches have up and down moments. Cricket is one of those sports where because of the nature of, you know, limited overs in the one day internationals in the T20s, and then the test matches, you've got all these different things. Like So in one format, in the one-day format, you can run out of balls when you get your batting. So you can't just sit there like in tests and, and play for a draw. You've got to, you've got to try and score runs in a limited time frame and score more than the other team will score. Now, with cricket, I think it's easy to spot the obvious opportunities, but they don't come every day. You can trade it every day. There will be good opportunities. But I'm talking about the really obvious ones where I could tell you, even as an amateur, you will know that is a value position to be entering the market. And there's not many sports that can do that. So I give cricket a lot of credit for that. What time's cricket on? Well, all over the shop, right? I mean, cricket, it depends what type part of the world it's in at that moment. Cricket can be on at any time. And... You kind of need to plan accordingly. Like if you're going to trade cricket, you need to make sure you're up and about when cricket's on because there's not enough of it on to just ignore the early morning stuff. So I think it's a difficult sport to learn to trade first off because if you're looking for quantity of trades, it's just not going to be there. But that said, I think when you get good at cricket trading, there's easy money to be made. It's the For me, it's the easiest one where... There's just easy money to be made. People will just give money out on cricket markets because, you know, people just don't seem to understand cricket. I, I, I sometimes feel like the market doesn't understand cricket. I feel like it has a better grasp of football and horse racing, but some of the odds and things you see in cricket, just, it, it beggars belief, you know. I've talked about teams chasing world record targets being odds well below 10. Makes no sense. We, we can all agree on that. And that will make you a lot of money laying that in the long term. But... That's one of those things. Cricket, you know, it's a good sport to trade. And if it suits you, you don't mind what sort of time you trade in general, it will work. Okay, last but not least, tennis. One of my favourite sports to play. And absolutely love trading tennis. I feel like with tennis, though, you're, you're so reliant on one person. If you think about it, there's not a lot of trading that you'll do where you're reliant on one person. Certainly not in football, horses or cricket. So this is a sport where, you know, if Djokovic has had an argument with his wife before he goes on court and is distracted, there's nothing you could have known about that and, you know, that your trade could go south. Try and watch players. Try and get a sense of the body language. Try and get a sense of who's actually the better player. Sometimes you can just watch and go, do you know what, it's three all, but this guy, he's been well on top, he's had break points, he just hasn't taken them, he's a better player. And then 
you go and kind of prove that when he when he goes on and wins. So I feel like cricket is more subjective. You've got to you've got to have an idea about the players. Ryan used to write a beautiful note sheet on every player. I don't know if he still does, but if he does, you should pester him and see if he'll share it with you because those notes were gold. And making notes on a tennis player is a really, really good way to try and start having a tennis strategy. In terms of where I, where I place it, it's difficult. Again, this is another sport where it is on at random times. Like at the moment, Wimbledon's on, so it's on during the day UK time. But there will be times where it's not. So you just have to be aware of that. That it could be, you know, like say, overnight in the American swing season or overnight again when it's in Australia. So yeah, tennis, a good sport to trade. It might suit you, it might not. Hopefully, guys, that's given you an idea about the four sports that you can trade to really make a living from on Betfair. If you're stuck with any of this, if you're just not sure, just get in touch. A lot of people do email me about this, and it's good, because I like to be able to help people. So just email info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Tell us your query, and we will help you. All right, guys, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Hope you have a good week. But most importantly of all, I hope you make some money trading on Betfair.